Hello, friends. Welcome to Daily Conversations, the podcast of all things relationship-based. We are your hosts, Crystal and Demetrius Daly. We are young adult pastors and certified in marriage and family development. You email us your relationship and marital questions, and we will address them online and give you counsel on how to overcome them. We look forward to hearing from you, and we can't wait to help you live your best lives. Hey there, guys. Welcome back to Daily Conversations. My name is Crystal. And I'm Demetrius. And today we have um, some special guests with us. We have our youth pastors at our church, Promised Land Church of God. Um, And today's topic, we're talking about... Young Leaders in Ministry. Yes. Yes. So um, we're going to start with some basic questions, and we just would like to welcome Mariana and Corey to the show. So welcome, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So before we get started, babe, because I know you have a few questions that I, you wanted I wrote, to. I wrote some stuff down. I was prepared. Crystal was doing a lot today, shopping and all this stuff with Christmas coming. So I figure I'll help her out and come up with some questions for Corey and Mariana to, to answer. And I appreciate that. And they're not put. They're not on the spot questions. They're just general questions that, and you can think about it. You don't have to <clears throat> answer me right away. You can see you go, hmm, and then answer them. So. Yeah, because there's, yeah. there's challenges there's, being yeah, young are. leaders leaders period in ministry there's challenges so today we're going to be talking about the challenges some of the good stuff some things that you know could be um i wouldn't say bad stuff but you know the challenging things right so corey and mariana tell us a little bit about yourselves um um let's start off with your ages so i am 34 years old i am also 34. wow awesome and how long you guys have been married? We're going on six years. Yes. Six years. Mm-hmm. Six and years your children. So we have Alondra that is eight years old. Eliana uh, turned four in November. And we have a little man on the way. Awesome. Yes. Cole Beard in May of next year. So we are just so excited. So you, so you guys gotta have your hands full. You got the the, oh, yeah. the youth at the church, and then you got, you know, the three little ones at home. Um, they could have been a perfect couple to to lead our our youth ministry at the church wow. and also outside the church. Wow, thank yeah. you so much. And and it was finally good because as large as our church is, it's kind of hard sometimes just to kind of like get a hold of everybody and kind of like spend time and hang out. So I'm actually really excited that we had gotten a chance to go out to dinner and um, fellowship together and just kind of build a relationship because, you know, one thing that I know is very important in ministry is just having like a good support system and people that you can, you know, rely on, call on, pray for you, you pray for them. So um, I'm very, really excited about our friendship and our fellowship and where God has taken us all. So no, absolutely. Um, babe, you want to kick it off? Yeah. So I, I, we wanted to talk about just basically leadership in the church, um, yeah. you know, especially for any leader, but mainly for young leaders. And we know it's a difficult task uh, to what God has called you to do. And uh, just so the audience could know, and maybe some leaders out there, people who want to become leaders that are kind of like, um, you know, a um, little shy or not wanting to get you know involved in the ministry because they don't know what to do or they don't know what to expect. So uh, I think it'd be a good idea for you guys to share uh, with the audience, let them know, um, you know, what leadership is all about, some of the uh, high points and some of the, you know, uh, challenging parts 
of uh, being a, a you know a young leader, being in a, in a youth um, uh, a ministry, and it's just some basic questions that I wrote down to ask, and uh, um, both of you guys could jump in and answer at any time. But um, I, I'll ask the first question. All right, sweetheart. Okay. So you usually go first. I'll go first this time. <laughs> All right. Um. What What do parents say is the focus of your of, of your ministry? Like, what do parents say is the focus of your ministry? So the focus um, of our ministry, you know, from an outside perspective, from a parent is, you know, to really engage with their kids. It's when you start talking about youth ministry, you know, um, for us, you're talking about being intentional. It's, it's all about being intentional with these kids, because truth of the matter is, as young as they are, you know, our ages go from age 13 to 25 as you know, as young as these youth are it's they know who's real and who's mm-hmm. not right. and you know who's just who's just doing things just to do it and get by rather than who's really invested in me um i believe john maxwell said it the best he said you know people don't care how much you know until you show them how much you care mm. yeah. you know That's and the good. thing is it's if i can connect with you and engage with you then that you know makes a way for me to be able to open up what I know. That way, what I know could help you in your life and in your problems. So, our ministry is all about connecting, engaging, engaging, and being intentional with our youth and loving them, loving them right that's where key. they're at. That's yeah. key. And that's and that's actually the name of the the youth ministry, yes. which is yes. engage youth ministry. Yes. So no pun intended, but yes. <laughs> I know and he answered one of the questions because I was going to say we didn't um, actually say the age range of the group, which is again, it's, it's, it's a wide range, but ages 13 to 25. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what you said is so important, right? Because um, it's good to be authentic, right? Like you said, people yeah. can sense like when you're not being real with them and, you know, the best thing that you can do is be authentic and be real with them. And also, um, it's very important to build relationships. Um, yes. I just think that's important in general, even for like my outside world. I even talk about that, like with things that I'm do that I do outside. I'm like, you know, it's really important to build relationships so that people can see who you are, get to trust you, get to know who you are. So those are some really, really good points. So. Yeah. I so, guess. Yeah, well, before you okay. get started on that, I just wanted to tell you where I got this survey from. I went to um, leaderbuild.org and they conduct surveys. I guess I'm not sure how many um, pastors they survey. Probably, I don't know, maybe 100, 200. And these are some of the uh, statistics that came along with that. And they were quite striking uh, to me. And I just want you guys to answer some of the questions that um, I wrote down. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this one, this one is good. This next question is. 1,500 pastors leave the ministry each month due to moral failure, spiritual burnout, or contention in their churches. What keeps you going as a leader in the church? Let's start with Mariana. Mm. Wow, that's that's um, very shocking, yeah. right? Those numbers, yeah. oh my gosh. Um, I think it's foundation. Mm. I think me and Corey... Um, why we're doing so well i think in ministry is because we grew up with a foundation a christian foundation we both come from you know families that are christians our parents raised us as christians and so we already have that foundation um 
And I also think that, you know, in ministry, you shouldn't think of it as like a job. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> you should be passionate about it and that, you know. Yeah. And so I'm glad you just said that because for me, you know, ministry is not a career choice. You right. know, it, it, this is a God, oh, yeah. a God call, a God calling. So when you start talking about leadership, you need to understand and know that I am called to this. I am called to this area to serve. And because when you start talking about ministry, people don't understand it's, it, it's great to be involved in ministry. We should all be involved in ministry at some capacity, but there's a, there's a weight that comes with that. Yes, um, it and it's heavy, mm-hmm. but um, as far as the statistics go, it's not that alarming for this reason is because a lot of pastors, youth pastors and leaders what happens is they don't have balance, mm-hmm. lack of accountability, mm-hmm. and they don't rest. Yeah. Um, lack of accountability causes me to draw away from God. And as disciples, we're not just called out to be left, but we're called out to be drawn in because to know God is to follow God. And I, as I follow God, I learn more about who God is and God reveals himself to us in glimpses. So the more I follow God, the more that I imitate God, because we're called to be imitators of Christ. Mm -hmm. So lack of accountability draws me away from God. And when it draws me away from God, my principles are not the same. My my values begin to drop a little bit and I get caught in a a situation where I end up stumbling morally, right? Mm. Right. Um, Burnout. Yeah. Burnout (laughs) is a huge, huge thing. And Thank God that, you know, Mariana, you know, is very straightforward with me because I, my first year, first two years in position of youth pastor, we're both in it. Um, I was 100% like involved, mm-hmm. not involved in the sense of, you know, just involved, you know, doing my job. But when I was home off the clock, I was focused on the ministry and I was more driven you know, and focused on, you know, the youth. And so basically what I'm trying to say is when I was home, I wasn't home, right? you know, and so Marianne was just like, listen, you're here, but you're not. <laughs> and so my biggest, my biggest thing that I had to work on was balance, right? You know, how do I balance ministry and how do I balance life? You know, balance being a husband, mm-hmm. balance being a good father. How, how do I balance that? And so that there, there's a struggle there. There's yeah. a struggle there. Big time. And so for me, you know, for us, it's understanding that rest is important in ministry. Mm-hmm. Even God rested. Yeah. Right. And so for us, rest is so important because when we rest, it allows God to go to work mm-hmm. and do what we can't do. Right. Mm-hmm. And so burnout is real yeah. in right. ministry and burnout is real in life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would look, you know, when me and Crystal first, you know, got to the church, I made this deal with her. I said, babes. From my experience, I'm not taking up more than one or two yeah, tasks. Both of us. Because yeah. it can get it can get out of hand, you know. You know, and a lot of people are like to say yes, they want to do whatever mm-hmm. is, is asked of them to do and they don't have that family time. And you see a lot of divorce, which is high in the church. Mm-hmm. And, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's sad because when you're away, you, you don't give that time to your to your spouse and to your family. And God's not God didn't design the church to be that way. Right. And I I also wanted to say, too, about burnout, because a lot of people don't realize the behind the scenes stuff that go on. Right. Mm. So I know, like for for us, like for me, like, okay, I work a full time job. 
you know, I'm doing stuff around the house, whether cleaning or whatever have you. Um, but then at, related to ministry is like, okay, now you're getting phone calls, you're getting texts, you're getting prayer requests. Um, you know, you have to study, you know, you still have to do your yeah. own study, but then you now I'm just, you know, thinking of, okay, Thanks for Bible study topics. Yeah. We need to do this. I, I need to have the one um, once a month in person gathering, coordinating that, buying things for that, you know, getting everybody together, sending texts out. It's mm -hmm. it's a lot. It's it, a lot. It becomes it, a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> and that's what a lot of people don't understand is from the outside. Yeah, mm -hmm. ministry and leadership looks great, but you don't understand the details that are involved in the task at that hand because like you said, truth of the matter is outside the four walls of the church. I'm a husband. I'm a father. Yeah. Mm. I have a family to take care of. Yes. You know, a family to lead, a marriage, you know, that we walk out together. And then I have to, you know, worry about, okay, ministry. Now I have to worry about the youth, young adults, and, you know, um, mm -hmm. our, our leaders mm -hmm. and all the planning that goes. It's, it's, it takes such a toll. Yeah. on you and, and there's a weight there to carry and god gives us grace for it mm -hmm. but we have to know our limits Absolutely, yeah. our limits and that's and that's where burnout comes because burnout comes through stretching ourselves so thin mm -hmm. you're just mm -hmm. like i'm done yeah, yeah this one, ain't me yeah demetrius is good like for keeping me balanced, balanced. because wow. i take on but that's like you said remember you when you just said like you're 100 percent and not saying that you're never not or whatever yeah. but a lot I know my problem is is that it's not a problem but you know like when you really care for people or you see people hurting or struggling you know and they're calling you or texting mm -hmm. you or say can we meet up you don't want to say no to right. them you know yeah. but then you know it gets to be a lot or you know I'm I'm so worried or maybe not worried but you know concerned about people that I'm calling them you know like yeah. you know how are you doing today I want to check up because that conversation that we had I don't know so I'm just checking up on you so mm -hmm. You know, he even had to say to me, like, okay, at some point. Yeah, you cannot you allow could... somebody's problems yeah. to yeah. become your problem. Right, right, right. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. what a lot of a lot of leaders in church, they get tired of that, especially when you have three or four different people calling you all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and it's like, and Bishop just talked about that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like at a certain point, you got to you gotta pray to Jesus. It's the same Jesus that I'm praying mm -hmm. to you for. Right. <laughs> he, he can hear you too. You right, know? right. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So. So my uh, my next question. This is um, this is one that's uh, that I, th I think a lot of people go through. Um, I can't necessarily say that we experienced it or that I experienced it, but it does cross your mind. And this is another um, survey. It says eighty percent of pastors and eighty four percent of their spouses feel unqualified and discouraged in their role as pastors. And the question is to uh, you, uh, Mariana and uh, Corey, is have you ever experienced this? And can you tell us how you overcame those feelings if you had them? Or if you haven't, how can you overcome those feelings? Mm -hmm. Wow. <clears throat> I think, and this is 80 to 85 percent, right? Yeah, 80, mm -hmm. 80, 80, yeah. I feel at some point a lot of people do come across that. You know, have I? Oh, yeah. You know, and it's... You know, it, it's it's the human side of you. Like, yeah. I'm not good enough. I don't mm -hmm. deserve to be in this position. If you only knew my past, if you only knew my story. And, and thank God, you know, that, you know, our past doesn't, you know, define our future. Amen. You know, and, and you know, God has a way of turning things, you know, around for his glory. So yeah. he can get the glory out of the story. But, 
yeah, there's times where I felt like, man, I, you know, I don't have this and I don't have that and I don't feel qualified. But we have to remember what Christ did on the cross verified that we are fitted for this. Mm-hmm. And what got me through and what still gets me through this day is the fact that if God called me to it, mm-hmm. I'm fitted for it. Right. I'm, I'm going to bring you through yes, it. Yes. I'm fitted for this. And in fact, you know, there's a scripture that says, you know, those he predestined, he called those he called. He also justified those he justified. He also glorified. The word justified means verified. Mm-hmm. We're verified as yes. sons and daughters. Yes. The blood verified us like, you know, you're fitted as young adult pastors. I'm, we're fitted as youth pastors to fight the good fight and to run the good race. And and that the enemy can do anything to discourage us with the thought of not all the time is it the enemy. But some, sometimes what can cripple you and dismantle you is just the thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that and that right there is it, it's the thought. The enemy knows if I can just give you the thought of not being good enough, I don't have to do nothing else to you. Right. Yeah. Because the thought alone cripples us. Yeah. We're not good enough. And, you know, and, but the fact that God, you know, did the finished work on the cross and we're, we are called for this, you know, we're fitted for it. You know, it's, that's what gets me by. It's, it's knowing that I've, I've been verified by God. You know, my calling didn't come from man. My calling came from God. And if God said it, then it stands. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I often say it. the first place the enemy attacks is our mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why the Bible says we have to renew our mind Damn. daily. Yes. Yes. How about you, Mariana? Have you ever had those? those this is actually things? something I do struggle with. Um, when we started um, in this ministry, I remember telling Corey, you know, I don't feel qualified. I, I don't know. Do I know enough Bible? Do I pray enough? Mm. You know, and and God has been telling me, you know, that, you know, I've been praying for wisdom That's one of the things I, I pray for a lot. And he has been showing me, he's been telling me, you know, it's in you. Yeah. Mm, it's yes, in you. Yes. And so I just, you know, lean on that. Um, you know, sometimes I don't have the words and I just pray, God, give me the words. If somebody comes to me with a certain situation, you know what? It's not me talking, but you talking through me. Wow. That reminds you know? me of what you Amen. just said of uh, Moses and Aaron when Moses stuttered. And he's like, I, I can't do this. And God's like, you know, if I called you, you, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Don't question, you know, what I've called you right. to do. But, right. but because you're so adamant, I'll, 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 you're still going to do what I call you to do. I was just yeah. saying Aaron. Right. Aaron speak for you, but you're going to do what I told I you to do. But, you know, yeah, God, and what else he said, don't think about what you're going to say. The Holy Spirit will we'll give you we'll the give words. You the yes. Words. yes. yes. And, and, that, and that's true. And I, you know, it's funny because it's a similar story with me. I, I've, I didn't feel qualified. God called me to ministry a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I kind of been running from it because yeah. of that feeling that I was unqualified. And, um, God graced me. He one day he gave me this dream. You know, I told my husband about this dream. And my thing was, again, the enemy, right? He'll put yeah. stuff in your head. And I'm like, it's like sometimes when I before when I used to read the scriptures, I felt like I would forget them. Yeah. And now I looking back, I'm like, no, I don't. Cause now I'm like, I'll, you know, now I'm like the when I how when I yeah. know the word, I'm like, this enemy, he's a liar, mm-hmm. you know. Yes. But the the Lord gave me a dream. And he showed me how ministry would be for me. And in the dream, he gave me a sermon, a full sermon. And he gave me the scriptures and what the title actually of the sermon was. And I literally had a whole sermon and I woke up from the dream. And I remember the scripture that the Lord gave me in a dream. And I was like, this can't, this can't be true. 
I opened up the Bible and sure enough, he gave me the dream, the scripture, which was Daniel. Um, he gave me the dream. I had to remember what, um, I can't remember offhand what, uh, chapter, I think it was chapter six of Daniel, but he gave me the scripture. When I opened up the Bible, the title, the words, everything lined up my sermon wow. lined up. I mean, I woke up, I, I turned to exactly what he gave me in my dream, Daniel six. Wow. I opened up my, and sure enough, the whole sermon that God gave me in that dream lined up with the word, wow. word lined up with the scripture. That's awesome. And he said, when, I, but in the dream, he was, he said to me, this is how ministry is going to be for you. Wow. This is how, don't even think about it. This is, this is how I'm going to work with you in ministry. This is, and since then to now, like I never doubt every time when I open up my mouth or, you know, things will drop in my spirit or God would give me a prophetic word for mm -hmm. people. That's exactly how it's been. So that, that doubt of, you know, am I qualified? Mm -hmm. Wow. That is, wow. that is completely mm -hmm. gone wow. now because of God's grace. I was like, thank Absolutely. you, Jesus, that, you know, he showed me that. Cause I think when, for us, right. As human beings, he knows what we deal with. Mm -hmm. You know, I battle with things like with insecurity. Yeah. So God will even show to you how he's going to work through you and just kind of erase all of your insecurities. And that's, yeah. and that's mm -hmm. always like, I don't see how people don't believe in God. Mm -hmm. no, exactly. That's nothing right. but the, nothing but the power of God. Exactly. Yeah. So Mariana, what, what would you tell like, um, someone in your position, um, how to, um, overcome that, how to overcome those feelings? Hmm. Of, of feeling um, 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 I mean I leaning on God and yes. his word you know we can't do anything on our own um, the word is clear you know we're more than conquerors in him and so just lean on him amen amen, amen. and this question this was gonna be like because Corey's in this case scenario right well oh, yeah let yeah. me read the whole question first before I say that because I'm like <laughs> I'm not in that <laughs> uh -oh. I didn't even read the whole question I was like let me not say that Okay, 80% of seminary and Bible school graduates who enter the ministry will leave the ministry within the five, first five years. See, that's not you, Corey. That's See, that's what I said. <laughs> what can you tell young leaders or any leader how to stay on for the long run? Get connected. That's mm. good. Yep. Get connected to your pastor. Get mm -hmm. connected with other leaders and understand that we are not an island. You know, no man alone. You know, and the biggest key is community and who you're connected to, um, you know, because you need, you know, you need to have, you know, someone that you can go to. You know, every pastor needs a pastor. Mm -hmm. Every leader mm -hmm. needs a leader, you know, to go to. You need a confidant. You need someone that you can go and you can just talk to. You can vent to because ministries work yeah. yeah and people forget listen as great as it is to be involved in ministry we should all you know if you feel like you're called to ministry you need to understand is that ministry deals with people mm -hmm. you know and and if we truly love god then we ought to love people yes. but sometimes <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it's hard sometimes it's hard to love some people you know and you know it, it, it's work you know it's not easy um, ministry, you know, I've heard someone say it before and it never really, you know, dawned on me until going, we're in three years now as youth pastors, we've been involved in youth ministry for years, but 
ministry is done. A lot of ministry is done in the dark. People mm-hmm. don't know what it is you've done for other people. The meetings, mm-hmm. the talks, you know, the prayers, you know, the countless, you know, hours in prayer with the youth and dealing with a parent that's acting crazy, you know, mm-hmm. along with their kids. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 <laughs> you know, it's, it's not easy. But the biggest thing to keep you from, from quitting on what God has called you to is getting connected mm-hmm. to your leaders and, to, and with your pastor. Right, yeah. having that having that support. Yeah, I think Absolutely. that's key. What well, what we're doing now is having that support because you could feel like an island if you just, especially if you think you can do it all by yourself. Yeah, right. You know, and it's that's that's why I think a lot of them drop out. Yeah, because uh, they don't have a good they don't support have that system. Good support system. Um, even even in small churches, you can still have the support of your pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you don't have to be with them twenty four hours a day, but um, there has to be some accountability for one another. Yes, and that, that you know to keep you on track, to keep him on track. So that, that's good. Exactly. Yeah. And that was another um, thing that you pointed out that I didn't realize is that extra layer to the youth ministry is that you do have to deal with parents as well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I just yes. thought about that. I was like, oh, yeah, you got another layer. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's funny. And with the young adults, we got to deal with these people, children. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, I'm like, I'm about to see y'all. The Corey and Mariana. <laughs> y'all come to our event and take, the, take them kids to Corey and Mariana. <laughs> Mariana. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. That's the next question. All right. This one, uh, um, this one, this one's probably gonna be more geared toward both of you guys, but more Mariana. Um, let's see. It says eighty percent of pastors believe their ministry negatively affects their families. Please describe some of the issues that can arise with families of ministry leaders. Mm, okay. Well, I think Corey kind of touched this uh, yeah, a, little a little bit, bit earlier. Yeah, about just the balance and um, but you know I, I'm understanding now that obviously as my role as a mother and as a wife, it's to care for my children. Yeah. Um, and so because I'm doing that, he can also you know do what he has to do with the youth. So sometimes you know I'm not able to go to certain meetings with him because I have the girls. Um, but you know, that's my ministry as, as a mother and as a wife. What, what could happen if, if, if that's not kept in control? Like, like what could happen to a family who doesn't, um, balance that, that family in, in, um, ministry time? What are some of the pitfalls that could happen? Definitely division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Disconnect. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. what what most people don't understand, we've talked about this before, babe, is that, you know, we know Christ is head, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that the Christ is our family, our spouse, mm-hmm. really your spouse and your children, right? But then that, that falls under family umbrella. So a lot of times you see, I even like think about the old church and the old mothers and some of the older women, not not to say this in a bad way, but they devoted so much time yeah. in church mm-hmm. that they neglect home, they neglect the children, they yes. neglect that their kids mm-hmm. had a basketball game, they neglect their husbands, they're not cooking dinner, they're not there, they had every Bible study, prayer band, everything that is going on. Meanwhile, your children are, you know, could be suffering. I, I have a friend, her mom is, um, she's a mother in the church, she's also, um, mom blanking out on her name but anyway um she was saying how she was in church all the time and like when she would have games like how her parents would miss the games and now as a mother they're in ministry her husband's a minister he's the pastor's son 
And um, she was she misses church to go to her kids' games. And mm-hmm. she was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm not yeah. going to repeat that same thing to where, you know, my kids, you know, don't even get the opportunity or I don't invest the time in them. It's something that they're passionate about because I'm always at church. Just because you're in the building or not in the building doesn't mean you don't love God, you know, because mm-hmm. you're not there right. in the building on right. church on Sunday. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think a lot of times people need to understand that. Um, God doesn't love you less because you go into your child's football game. Right. You know? mm-hmm. So right. that's one thing, you know, I would say to um, even young leaders, just to like be a little bit easy on yourself. Right. You know? and, and, and those, um, you know, small churches, large churches, you know, you ever go to a church and like, like you'll miss a Sunday and then you go, you go to the next Sunday and go, Oh, we missed you. Where you been? And you almost feel guilty. Like mm-hmm. I can't, yeah. I can't miss a Sunday. Y'all stop, please doing that. people. <laughs> yeah. It makes them feel guilty. They don't want to come back or they, you know, they feel obligated. And if you got something going on, I can't be there because I got church. You know, I, I, when we got together, I gave you a little tree of how my life is. God right. first, my wife second, my family third in my church right and, you know and that balances everything out you know and that's just how it is and if if it's to me if it's out of that's out of order then there's a there's a problem yeah exactly you know? and if you want to be successful in leadership if you're if you're a young married couple and your leaders in ministry make sure your personal home life and your marriage is in order yes because <laughs> what happens in your home affects how you do things outside of your home mm. and yeah. how effective, you know, your impact will be in ministry. So make sure what happens in the home, you know, is in order. And, and I agree a hundred, 110% with, you know, making sure that as parents that we're there for our kids, we're there for our family, yes. because even for my dad, I'll say like he suffered, suffers from that big time, mm-hmm. his dad, a minister. And so his mom, you know, and his dad always at prayer meetings, always mm-hmm. at camp meetings, always gone and could never make it to any of his games. Right. So he's yeah. still, you know, 78 years old, 79 years old, still deals with that. Yeah. Still upset with church, still mm-hmm. upset with people from church because you took my parents away from me. And mm-hmm. I, right. So, yeah, so I, I, I could see that. I could see that being a big issue. Yeah, that's 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 real talk, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's real talk that people do suffer from that. Um, so, um this is like our last question. What What's the key to strong leadership? Either one or both, both of you guys. The key to long, the key to not just long, but strong <laughs> um, leadership is, is your, is your relationship with God. There yeah. you go. It, it is, it all falls back to your relationship and being in the word of God. You have to be rooted, not rooted on, you know, other people's relationship with God, not what you've heard from other people, but what you know from Mm -hmm. God, because to know God is to follow God. And as I follow God, the more I imitate who he is and what he does and what he says, even Jesus said, you know, the words that you, you know, that you hear from me, they're not my words, Mm -hmm. they're they're my father's word in words. And, you know, Jesus even told his his mom and dad, don't you know, it must be about my father's business. So the key to strong, lasting leadership is being rooted in the Word of God, you know, and making time, intentional time to be with God in your prayer closet. And and also, I've said it before, but making sure that you're connected to the right people, right. people that yeah. will steer you in the right direction, people that 
that aren't afraid to have the tough conversations with you. How's life? What's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, you need to have every David needs a Jonathan. Mm-hmm. And so you need to have people in your life that can call you out. Amen. Right. Amen. You know, and hey, man, I didn't like how you handled that situation. Hey, man, um, what I'm seeing from you isn't exactly that good because anything that's of God always produces fruit. Come on. But good fruit. Yeah. Yes. So, Yes. That's 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 where I stand on that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you want to input Mariana? No, I think I think you covered it, <laughs> babe. You said it all, mm-hmm. babe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to preach. <laughs> no, because um, I was I, I kept saying this. I said this before at the, at dinner um, that I was at a women's group a few weeks ago, and um, um, the the lady was bringing up a point of you know what what you know what you putting off. And mm-hmm. she just, you know, reminded us, like, if it doesn't, you know, if it's not anything of the fruit in this of the spirit, mm-hmm. you need to check yourself, you yeah. know, you need to check yourself because you should be displaying the fruits of the spirit with everything. So I think that is really, really important and a mm-hmm. good point. Yeah. So. And also, I just want to add every good leader is a servant. Yes. yes. Come yes. on. Yes. If you yes. are not yes. willing to serve. You should not be leading. Mm-hmm. And I would say that and I'm standing by that. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you should be willing to serve people. Um, do you have any other input to put in, Corey? Anything else you wanted to? Um, no, I, I mean, I feel like we touched base on everything. But <laughs> yeah. as far as, you know, leadership goes, you know, at any, you know, at any capacity or whatever your age is, it's making sure that, you know, you're called to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we're all called, right. but let's make sure we know what we are called to Come and on. And, you know, for me, you know, I found out that, hey, listen, I feel like my calling is in this area because oftentimes where you see problems and you see issues, it's because you have a solution for it. Mm-hmm. And so for people out there, they're, you know, that always, that's always saying, man, I see an issue here. I see an issue there. And not necessarily complaining, but oftentimes where you see a problem, you know, that's what you're called to because you have a solution to it. Amen. And so don't don't be afraid of problems and don't run from them. Problems are meant to be uh, problems are meant to be, you know, solved. So don't run from it. God will give you grace. So that's where I stand on that. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's an excellent, excellent point. I love that. Um, we want to thank Mariana and Corey so much for coming in and being our guests today. Our special guests. We're so excited that they um, came to be with us. Um, if you, you guys you. have any questions, feel free to write into us. Our email address is our last name is daily D A I L E Y conversations at gmail.com. Write us those questions guys, and we'll answer them on air and give you advice on how to move forward. So thank you guys so much again yes. for uh, being with us. Thank we you love you guys us. so yes, much. We, no, we, we got to go on many of our, 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 our BFFs now. I know. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Our hangout partners. Yes. 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 Thank you guys so much. Um, thank you listeners for listening to our uh, podcast. Yes. Thank you for all the support. Yes. Japan, thank you. United Come States, on. thank you. Yes. Chicago, thank you. Cuba, Everywhere. Thank, thank you. Wow. Yeah. Australia, thank you. Yeah. Can't thank you guys enough. Wow. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Until the next time, guys, peace peace out. out.